I think fear is one of the greatest human motivators. And of course, we've been in pretty, a pretty crazy time the past couple of years. And all, I would say pretty much one of the most regular things that I encounter as a priest is, is different ways that fear and anxiety have kind of gripped the imagination of people, whether it be politics, whether it be the virus, uh, the war in Ukraine has been a source of much anxiety and kind of fear-inducing. And fear can be very powerful. It can be very powerful. The way I'm speaking about fear here is kind of a a a gaze into the unknown a gaze into the unknown where I don't have full control. So as I'm looking ahead, I'm seeing a situation where I don't have any control or full control. And so what fear does is it, it can isolate us. And, and, it, and it paralyzes us very often. And so it kind of puts us in, in a way where we start to get a little bit more frozen in our movements. We don't have the fullness of our capacity because different places start to get blocked off. And so fear can cause almost a slavery. Fear can be enslaving. It's the opposite of freedom. Faith and trust, of course, bring us towards freedom. Jesus is always looking to bring us in freedom. I've come to set you free. He says that explicitly. Jesus, just throughout the Gospels, operates as a free man all the time. Both in spirit and in body. You see him even in body walking on the water. We see him here, and after he rises from the dead, he, he can kind of do whatever he wants. He's perfectly free. Freedom constricts, excuse me, uh, fear constricts, and fear has throughout the ages been seen as one of the biggest tools of Satan and, and the enemy of our human nature. It's one of the ways that Satan kind of gets at us. He whispers in fears. And fears very often can just be the reason or the motivation for a lot of our sins. Just one simple example would be being rejected, a fear of being rejected. We can certainly all remember this, maybe right now in our lives, but certainly in adolescence. How many things do we do out of fear? when we're in those, those adolescent years to, to try to fit in. We gossip, we speak poorly about others, we tell secrets. Fear motivates us to sin. Fear motivates Adam and Eve in the beginning to trespass against God. I was with my nieces and nephews a few weekends ago and it was just a big family party. The weather was nice, and so we were outside at my aunt's, and 
She has this above-ground pool, and in the above-ground pool, there's a deck kind of built around the pool. And so under the deck, there's this little slot that it's very small that maybe like rabbits or small animals could get under, and then it's just kind of dark underneath the, the deck that surrounds the pool. And my nieces and nephews were just kind of on this thing of secret missions. They're like, give, give, us a, give, me, give us a secret mission. Give us a secret mission. And they wanted me to create some kind of little mission for them to go on. And the, the time of day was twilight, so the sun was starting to go down, so there's this kind of darkness that surrounded. And so I made up this mission for them. And I said, what I want you guys to do is I want you to go find hidden treasure, the golden noodle, which is like a pool noodle, which was, there was one under the deck already, just kind of had fallen under, underneath. And I said, it's in this, it's, it's back there, you can kind of see it gleaming through the, the, there's like a little passage of light, but you can kind of see the golden noodle, that's the, that's the treasure, you gotta get it. It's very scary down there. You know, there might even be snakes and spiders. I don't know, but there could be, right? Who knows what's under there? So be very careful. And so there's about four or five of them. And uh, they were all hesitant, right, to go under the scary pool deck. Because they couldn't really see anything. And for some reason they were talking about snakes and spiders a lot. And their imagination kind of went places. And so they just kind of stood right at the beginning, wouldn't even start the mission, so to speak, for a while, for minutes. And they were kind of talking about it, and they kind of were trying to work themselves up in courage, and they were sweating a little bit, and just kind of talking it through and looking at the angles. They're kind of peeking under there, talking with each other. And no, nobody did anything. But once the first one had the courage to go in, then they all started to go in. And so that, that first one was there. The, the first, my first nephew was there, and he started to walk in. That was Theo. And Theo started to crawl under, and then everybody else started to follow. And so it was like this line because the first one was kind of, uh, was, was, was treading the path of the unknown. So he grabbed the, the golden noodle, the yellow noodle, brought it back out triumphantly, held it over his head, all the adults clapped for him. It was, uh, it was a big affair. They were all talking about it afterwards, you know, um, very fun. This brings me, this story brings me to our feast day today. The feast day that we're celebrating today is the feast day of the Ascension. It's Jesus going into the unknown. The ultimate fear that kind of motivates most of our fears, and you kind of see this with the COVID situation, is fear of death. We as human beings fear death. Or we kind of naturally have this, this, this fear of death. And death is is the great unknown. It's the place where we have zero, zero control what happens once we depart and our, our, 
our souls leave our bodies. We don't know what's going to happen. It's dark, it's scary, who knows? The Feast of the Ascension is a feast of trust in Jesus, who, who is the one who is at the front of the line. And he goes to the place that we're all going, but he goes before us. Jesus dies so that he can go there first for us. He rises to show us, look guys, this isn't going to be, you don't need to be afraid of this. You don't need to be a slave to these fears. Live in freedom and follow me. And so Jesus paves the way for us, body and soul. As he goes to heaven, that's exactly what we're all going to do. We're called to live in the freedom of the Lord. And so much as we are in communion with Jesus, our fears slowly start to disappear because that trust builds up. Trust and faith are the antidote to fear. And we know how often the scriptures talk about not fearing. 365 times throughout the entirety of the scriptures, the phrase in some way or another, do not be afraid. Jesus, we ask you to help us to trust in you, in the path that you have paved for us. Please help us to live in perfect freedom interiorly. Help us to not be slaves in any way, to fear, to not live in any type of isolating self-reliance, but to live, in, to live in a very trustful, faith-filled way and teach us how to practice that trust with you relationally on a daily and moment-to-moment basis. Help us to live in that communion with you. We ask this all through Christ our Lord. Amen. And let us take a few minutes in silent prayer to just listen to and speak with the Lord in our hearts.